typically two kids and like you're in it like mm-hmm. you're in that season you move through and it's like you blink and they're in high school mm-hmm. i'm Lindsay, mom of two active boys on the west coast and believe there's no reason for money to be ugly i love helping busy moms make it pretty without using cash envelopes or coupons and i'm megan me and my husband, we have four kiddos, and I relate more to the dad role than the mom. And I'm an HGTV loving, oversharing finance nerd. Together, we host the Money Stuff with Moms podcast. We understand the hashtag mom life, but we also can appreciate the big picture adulting responsibilities like money. In this podcast, we invite you to be a part of our no fluff, fun conversations that will give you helpful on-the-go finance tips. Even if it's just a peek behind the curtains to hear about what we are doing with our money. With Santa Claus coming to town, we're all starting to think about what's going under our trees. And I don't know about you, Megan, but this is like the cause of some stress in my life this time of year I can like I can feel the like the tense anxiety coming up just around the holiday season in general um and I don't know like that takes some fun away for me um but one thing that I do know is that if I can create a plan doesn't matter what I'm doing whether or not I'm driving for a vacation or planning my budget or holiday shopping anytime I can get out of my head and onto paper there is an instant sense of relief um so I wanted to talk today about some ways to do that do you get that same like ick feeling about Christmas when we get into the season or are you a better mom than me no, I'm the worst mom. I haven't, I'm pretty sure we've made that crystal clear already. I am so looking not forward to that event that we go away every second Christmas. Yeah. Um, just, just us. So we go to typically Florida every second Christmas and that's the gift. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I really struggle with not only the amount of commitments and obligations that that season brings, but when it comes to the expectation of gift and having, uh, you know, I have four children. So like the, the influx of stuff into my house makes me feel really, really uncomfortable. I already have a lot of stuff that people don't use that they were excited about at one point, but they still struggle to give it away. And Uh so I struggle with a lot of different things when it comes to Christmas, not just financially, but also, you know, your time currency and energy. Yeah. Yeah. All of that. We, um, we used to go away for Christmas up until the pandemic. We had never been here. Um, And so Christmas 2020 was our little one's first Christmas in Canada. He was six or something. Um, how old would he have been? Five. Because uh, we had gone, we'd gone to Mexico every year with family. And I loved that routine so much. And then, of course, the pandemic happened. And then the minute that 
the restrictions were less lifted. Um, 2022, we did a big trip um, at spring break and then same for 2023. So we didn't go away at Christmas either of those years. But I just said to Graham the other day, I'm like, maybe we could get some flights. Like, let's get out of here. Um, I just feel like my kids are so freaking lucky that they live where they live and the house that they have and all of their stuff that all of a sudden we have this like social competition at, like at, through their peers at school. Right. And I don't, I don't feel it with other parents, the competition, but the kids feel it um, at school. And I hate that. I, ugh, I don't know. The, I also, the other thing about like the amount of stuff that I just can't stand is this desire to be like somewhat even between what each of them get. And I often find that I'm, yeah, like I'm, I'm looking at their, at their piles and just one of them looks smaller, one of them looks bigger. And when you're when this day is all about joy and like the magic of Christmas, it feels like we have to generate that with what is underneath the tree. And when the kids were younger, I found it much easier to put the soccer cleats under the tree and have them be excited about that. But as they get older, like they're really not that excited about soccer cleats. <laughs> um, so I find that it harder to give the utility gifts um, than it was when they were younger and half of it, you know, was just about getting something and unwrapping something. So I would love to get the heck out of Dodge. And if I can find a place, um, some good flights, I don't know, we, we might just do that. <laughs> yes. I a hundred percent support that. Mm -hmm. uh, I will be gone. Yeah. I will yeah. not. You are um, going away. Yeah. This year, right? This is your, this, this is your year, way. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. And now that like, I do want to keep doing this. And now that my kids are older, I feel like even we might go from every, every second year to every year, just to mm -hmm. create that sense of you know, I, I don't want to say isolation, but do you know what I mean? Like the sense Absolutely. where it's like committed time where we have no obligations. It could be, you know, 30 days or 14 days or however long we're gone, where it's like, there's no distractions. There's no events. There's no um, going to the movies with your friends or whatever. It's just us. If we're going to the movies, we're going all together. And it's just totally. because my son's going to be 15 and like, I am very close to him, not really wanting to be doing that kind of thing anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. yeah. Or, Especially yeah. when you're at home and the friends are calling to say, can you go to a movie with us? And he has to decide between yeah. his, you know, grubby siblings or his cool friends. That's right. It's yeah. just one of those things where I, I am really fortunate that I have both ends of the spectrum. I have a, you know, a five-year-old and a 15-year-old. So like, I know how fast the time goes. Uh -huh. So like every time, like when you have typically two kids and like, you're in it, 
Like mm-hmm. you're in that season, you move through and it's like you blink and they're in high school. Mm-hmm. Like you always say, like, where does the time go? Well, it's because you're moving so fast. You're like, you're, you're busy with activities. You're chauffeuring them around. You're having your own career and your own life. And it's like, I can see my 15 year old and my five-year-old in one uh-huh. moment and say, I remember when he was that age. And oh. so I'm just going to, I'm just going to relish in this so that, you know, I don't take advantage of it. Yeah. But I also understand where you're coming from because having that big age gap, I also can give my five-year-old things like boots and mitts and things yeah. like that. And he's like, just happy to be opening them up. It's more about the experience to him than the actual things still. Whereas my 15 year old would feel cheated by getting totally. a pair of boots. Where's my the- AirPods, mom? <laughs> Thanks for the rubber boots. <laughs> right. And it's like the price tag on the older age group is so much more significant. There's as nothing well. they want under... 200 bucks I know um yeah the uh like that lifestyle creep has really infiltrated our our kids you know with um you know like with the internet I guess right like the have you guys noticed how quickly fads happen like kids watch a YouTube video and within 24 hours all like all the kids want the same thing right the fad happens so fast that didn't happen when we were kids because we didn't have that influence um it was a lot easier I think for parents to you know kind of restrict or hold back or um because it was just some kids who had the best stuff or the fad stuff um and I find this year like or, or nowadays everybody seems to have everything I often feel like am I really the only parent telling my kid no like it feels like everybody is giving their kids which I know is not true um but that's you know that's how it feels and so it comes up a lot for me around around Christmas and so mm-hmm. um you know if you guys have followed my method or you know what I any any of the times that you've heard me speak you'll know that I use what I call bank account budgeting and so um in my budget, I have a Christmas line um, where each and every month I'm putting money into a Christmas account. And then at Christmas time, I know how much I have to spend on Christmas. Um, and so I, I would encourage everybody to do that because I find that it's, let me give you an example. If you put $83 a month into your Christmas account, that means you have a thousand dollars to spend at Christmas. It's much easier to stay within a thousand dollars. If that's what you have, if it's just a number written on paper, it's a lot easier to go above a thousand because it wasn't real money to begin with. It was just something on your scratch pad, right? If it's real dollars, in an account, then you know that by going over a thousand dollars, you have to find those real dollars elsewhere. Um, and I know that it would be the same if it was just numbers on a, in a notebook, um, but it feels different. Um, so it's easier to stay within your budget when the budget is a real tangible thing. Um, so what I encourage everyone to do is to do that you know, throughout the year, but then now here we are, um, you know, almost mid November, 
and we are like in the thick of Christmas shopping season. Um, <clears throat> and it is time to be planning. It is time to be in the malls, right? Or on the Amazon, um, however you do your shopping. So I always recommend that people take how much they have to spend and divvy it up on the people that they have to spend it on. I know that this stuff sounds so simple, um, but it's the things that we don't do, right? The things that we know maybe we should do, but we don't actually take the time to do. Um, so if you have a thousand dollars and you've got four people to buy for, um, I would not recommend that you just divvy it up equally um, because you still got to buy the other stuff right? There's the wrapping paper and there's the new lights and there's the, you know, the breach decorations. decorations. Yeah, absolutely. Um, not to mention the five-year-old is happy with things that are, you know, they get joy from things that are much less expensive than the 15-year-old. Um, like go to the thrift store. Good one. Yes. You yes. don't need to buy your five-year-old the brand new toy. They do not care. They absolutely do not care. You're right. Yeah, you are so right. You know, so we don't need to divvy it up equally. Um, equal does not mean fair when it comes to budgeting. So divvy it up however that works best for you. And then keep a list of what you have purchased. Um, but actually, sorry, before that, so first divvy it up. Second, write down the things that that person would want. So you are not just scrolling. You are not just walking through the mall. You can then go and search out that specific item and try to find the best deal on it. You're going to do so much shopping over the next six weeks that really looking for those deals, um, being patient, trying to find the coupons, the buy one, get one day, all those sorts of things make a huge difference. I do realize that sometimes our kids want things that are going to sell out in the first day and that might not always be possible, but do it when and where you can. Um, so yeah, set your budget per person. I itemize, like identify the things that you would like to buy for that person and keep track when you spend it. It is so easy to spend money and not track it. Um, and so with my clients, as they spend, it's coming out of that Christmas account. So they know how much they have left. What the account balance does not tell them is how much they have left per person or per category. So that needs to be done manually. Um, and so if you're the type of person that likes Excel, do it on Excel. If you like pen and paper, do pen and paper. Um, I live and like breathe by my phone. Um, so I do everything there. I just have a, a note, a Christmas note. Um, can't call it Christmas because my kids know the password to my phone. Um, so I need to be a little incognito on how I save it. Um, I usually put like something like pancake mix or shopping list or something as the name of it. So hopefully they don't open it. Um, so divvy it up figure out what they want and then look for the sales and keep track of what you've spent. Um, oh. You know, it's, it's so usually the solutions are quite simple, right? Um, 
the reason that we don't do things like that, you know, the reason that we don't take these simple actions quite often, um, sometimes it's because we're lazy, um, but other times it's because we just don't want to be accountable. We want to be able to have that excuse of, oh, I, like, I didn't know. Um, yeah, as, as the excuse for overspending. <laughs> I just don't want to be responsible. And I yeah. totally get that as well. Um, do you have anything that's really worked for you in terms of staying on track for your spending on years that you're home mostly? Yeah. So, and, and years that we're gone, this, the kids still get things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it, the only expense it really takes away is like, you know, the secret Santa you went on your neighborhood mm-hmm. or grandma and grandpa's house or like all those other things. Mm-hmm. It just kind of takes that need and expense off mm-hmm. um some of the things that I do is everybody gets so aside from the kids like grandparents great-grandparents godparents aunts and uncles however that mix works for you I get them all the same thing mm. so and I also give gifts to my tenants at my rental properties they also get the same thing so wow. it's like I have, you know, 25 of the same gift. Typically, my kids have always done like a maple syrup fundraiser Mm. with school. So that's what I've everyone's always and this is no secret. People know like I am so rigid and so structured. They know what they're getting. They're getting the pancake mix, the syrup and all of the not the tenants and like whatever. But like my my parents, Greg's parents, all them, they're getting a picture the the school photo. Yeah, that would be weird to give those to your tenants. Yeah. Good call well, on that one. But the tenants get the same gift as my it. parents, as every everyone else. It's like this little bag with all those things. I have and then if I run into or I'm not able to go to that event and my and the rest of the family is, they just take the box of the gifts and they give them out. If I have extras at the end of the year, bonus. If I run out, oh that sucks. You know, that's kind of the idea. Mm-hmm. Other thing I do is I delegate. I don't do it all. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm a money person. I know how much we have to spend, but I, there's no way I can do all the gift buying and no, nor should you. So delegate. If you have a older child or a partner or a babysitter or somebody that you can ask for help, even you know, maybe a coworker, someone who likes doing this kind of thing, uh-huh. tell them how much you have to spend on one of the items. Maybe it's um, stocking stuffers. Right. I have $200 to spend for my four kids on stocking stuffers. You know them. Here's the money. Go right. do it. <clears throat> um, I also kept my, I only get my kids four gifts, something they want, something they need, something to read and something to wear. Mm-hmm. So four things, they know it. I know it. <laughs> There's no competition. Somebody's something mm-hmm. to wear might be a $2 um, pajama set that I found on sale in the spring where right. someone else's might be a $100 pair of whatever cool thing is cool. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> right? it's not 
it's not evenly spaced by amount. It's evenly yeah. spaced by what the functionality is. Um, same with what they want. Mm. So somebody might want Apple iTunes gift cards, Roblox, gift, whatever that is. That's not going to be the same as my other children. Yeah. Yeah. So they get four things. That's from us. I can also delegate that. So I know what they need. Mm-hmm. You know, and I could say to Greg, okay, um, kid one, kid two, kid three, kid four, this is what they need. That's your job. You go buy those. I'm not mm-hmm. doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, so my big I like that you talked about like making that list, knowing what you have available. Also, you know, if it was hindsight, planning for it before would be helpful might not be the case for this year, but you can think about it for next year. Mm-hmm. But also like, don't do it all yourself. Yeah, I like that. Like, I, I like the idea of buying everybody the same thing. Yeah. That's like, um, that's like revolutionary to me. <laughs> you know, the things that are so common sense and simple to one person. <laughs> Like, wow, that's a big difference for me. I'm going to do that because I do find that a lot of my mental energy is spent like trying to get the right thing. Um, And so I do like the idea of, um, and what a fun thing, pancake mix and maple syrup. Like, that's so cute. I know. And it's local. Yeah, that is so, I love it. It's really cute. Yeah. um, I feel like it's changed a little bit. Like it kind of depends on my, our kids school has done that as a fundraiser for the last few Novembers. Maybe they're doing it this year. Maybe they're not. I don't know. I'm not going to be here anyway. So nobody's getting gifts. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so good. Well, and, and speaking of those, you know, other people, um, like you were mentioning secret Santa or like a office thing or a hostess gift, um, those have to be planned for as well. And for like, it's so funny because I, um, a lot of people think that I'm a, a mega planner and I'm really not. I'm like the loosest, lamest planner ever because I don't like all those strict, you know, and like all the details around planning. My my planning is like simple lists that I can just check things off because um, by getting the list done, I can think clearly again and I don't have so many things rattling around between my ears um so when I say plan for all those incidentals I don't mean that you need to go out and write down every little last detail I mean like give yourself some money available to spend on those things and then track that money you know give yourself a couple hundred bucks for the extras and then track it as you spend it right make a list of what you're what you're buying um if you're a super planner then you need to do you um is something that i find so much with budgeting my system doesn't work for everybody other people's systems don't work for me Um, you have to find what works for you and for me I don't like super planned out super detailed stuff so I don't do that but if that works for you then plan out every single last person I'm going to spend ten dollars on a you know 
jam to take as a hostess gift for this party. And over here, I'm going to spend $30 on a bottle of wine for this party. Plan as much as you want, but don't feel like if you, if you are like me, there are still ways to plan without being that, you know, super A type planner. Um, but one thing that you cannot ignore is all those incidentals. Mm -hmm. um, so my clients have a Christmas account. They also have their monthly spend with joy account. Um, my perfect amount, um, if when it works out, is that each adult in the house has $500 a month for that spend with joy money. That doesn't mean going out and spending it on themselves. That means the money that can be spent on like all those things throughout the month um, that they might need to spend on um, that uh, that was not planned. And so in the Christmas months, um, maybe your spend with joy money, like maybe it's going to the secret Santa. It doesn't necessarily have to come from, you know, this, this rigid Christmas uh, account. Um, there is other money that in other months would be spent in different ways. Um, you know, like Graham does a lot of mountain biking and most of his money goes towards mountain bike stuff. Um, well, in December, there's not a lot of mountain biking going on. Not to mention we're busy, so he doesn't have as much time to get out um, or to work on his bike. So in December, like his $500 will, I'll get him to grab the bottle of wine as we're going to a party um and that might come from his money so plan it out however you want but whatever you do just don't ignore those incidentals um and the groceries either you are hosting a dinner or more than one um or you're going to someone else's and you're taking those extra things um or it's just the simple fact that your family is home for a week or two and eating more stuff <laughs> so plan for more groceries and like different groceries that you don't normally buy yeah like you can make some fun baking like you don't want to deprive yourself it's like a great season mm -hmm. and so it's like if you want to try something do it if you want to make that you know traditional christmas dish that takes the expensive vegetables and expensive cheeses and all those things like you don't want to not put the right cheese in because it was four dollars more totally yeah yeah and if your budget is tight and you want to do those extras but you can't find a way to do that well like tonight for example um uh graham was saying let's order pizza i'm like well i've got three frozen pizzas in the oven or in the in the freezer like we'll probably just do that um so like very very simple solutions to keep yeah. your costs down um buy some extra frozen pizzas when they're on sale make sure that buy the pizza pops like when they're on sale and put them in the freezer um you can reduce some of your costs on one hand in order to be able to spend more on your groceries on the other hand or spend different spend your like what I call your spend with joy money, like figure it out somehow. Um, but I yeah, they're going to be more. Like a lot of people are go are preparing right now for 
Christmas and the influx of stuff coming into their house. So I would also encourage people to try to find things secondhand. Mm -hmm. So like if you go to the thrift shop or Facebook marketplace or wherever, like maybe there's some other different kinds of exchanges in your community, people are giving away, donating, selling for next to nothing, things that are brand new that their kids didn't use because they know And like one year I had like this pile of things my kids never used that were like brand new. And I just texted a photo to my neighbor who has kids similar ages. And I was like, hey, would so-and-so ever use this? You want to throw it under the tree? Because otherwise I'm just donating it. And it's one gift that you wouldn't have to think about. That was like four years ago. And now we always do it. So like just between me and her, we're like, hey, so-and-so got two of this at his birthday party. Would would Emmett want one? And I was like, okay, that's the thing that he wants, you know, out of my list of things that I do. That's my thing. Yeah, add it to my pile. And sometimes it doesn't work out, of course. But like yeah. one thing I didn't have to go into a store for, put mental energy in. And financially, I, I saved, you know, potentially 50 bucks. Totally. Yeah books are really good to buy secondhand right if you're giving your kids books for Christmas Mm -hmm. um getting those on marketplace or thrift store the secondhand bookstore or whatever um is you know that's the first one that comes to mind I'm like oh yeah I should totally make sure that they've got uh some books under the under the tree that I can pick up for next to nothing Thanks for spending your time with us today. If you heard anything that piqued your interest, check out the show notes because we probably have some extra deets or links down there. Your homework for today. Go talk to someone about your money. Either your spouse, your kids, your coworker, or a licensed professional. And if you don't like those humans today, we're always talking in Lindsay's Facebook group, Black is the New Red. So join us over there. Head over to Facebook, type in Black is the New Red. You'll see so many amazing, like-minded individuals in there trying to get better, asking the right questions, supporting one another. We look forward to hanging out with you again on your next dog walk or while you watch soccer practice from the sidelines. Cheers.